Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Jay. What's up, Jay? It's just me. It's just Just me this time. Yeah. I was uh, I was just asking Kyle right before we counted in. I was like, "When's the last time it's just been me and you?" It feels weird, like uh, I'm, I mean, Kyle and I are friends and we've known each other for a long time now, five years. But like, yeah. uh, it's kind of weird, <laughs> like when you're like left in the room with like the ancillary friend that you don't, you know, <laughs> and you're just like sitting there going, "Huh." So we've never just hung out before. <laughs> ancillary friend. Yeah. I would not describe us as ancillary friends. No, 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 no. I'm just describing the feeling. Like, yeah. when I was just like, oh, there's only two of us. Um, yeah, all, all, all right. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, it's going to be great. Kicked out all these other youngsters. and That's right. We're, oh, dude. Uh, Got to up the average age here. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Like some somebody, a buddy of ours that plays locally, the other came up and like, he said uh, his birthday was like last week. I was like, oh, happy birthday. How, how old are you? Oh, yeah, I just turned 31. I was like, dude, what? Like, I thought you were like 38. <laughs> I was just like, holy God. I have learned that, uh, at least in the circles that play miniatures games, the whole guess my age game is actually like sometimes kind of difficult. Yeah, there yeah, are definitely yeah, yeah. people that look significantly younger than they are and there are definitely people that look significantly older than they are yeah um <laughs> yeah like for sure like right now because i got my hair cut yeah i don't have all my grays aren't so like right i can mm-hmm. pass for maybe like early 30s i think maybe you know if you if you hadn't seen me maybe mid 30s nope 40 40 uh this hurts my soul yeah i need to get the I need to get the gray, the gray yeah. sides cut. Although it's also in the top, it's, so it's yeah, not yeah. like it really. Yeah. I just got this really cool, like rogue thing going on in my hair, where it's just like I got like a little zoop through the top, yep. which is nice, you know. Yeah, but I had at a least neighborhood I got kid. Hair. I had a neighborhood kid ask me if I fought in World War Two. Did I tell you that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you told me that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. How old do I look? <laughs> I, I determined that kids just have no sense of time whatsoever. No. Yeah, you just look. I mean. You, do you remember that as a kid? Like, you would just like I I remember my parents when they were when I, they were the age I am now, and I'm just like, well, they're dead. Like that was just my, yeah. in my head, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, anything older than you is just effectively yeah, ancient. Yeah, it's like, well, it's over for them any minute now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I was a teenager, I was a um, camp counselor uh, over the summer, and the kids at this camp were like nine ten you know and i was like 15 16 17 and we'd always ask them like well how old do you think i am and they'd be like 35 yeah. <laughs> it's like i'm like five years older than you yeah. you know <laughs> it's just this weird yeah it's like this weird time warp in the brains of kids where they just have zero concept of yeah. age beyond you know like fourth grade fifth grade sixth right. grade like, a like if, you, if you're an adult them. yeah you're dead if you're an adult or if you're like older than, than if, if you're enough older to not even be like in the same school age bracket yeah. you're just ancient i mean but. i that carries with you like someone someone like a doctor oh a, a doctor i had when i was a kid just recently passed and i was like 
what she what was she like 150 how is that even real and my mom was like my mom was like she was like mid 20s or 30 like when she when you she was your doctor when you were a kid it's just like oh no okay that's much more reasonable like but in my head I was just like it just carried through like it's just like dude she was like 90 when she was my doctor how is this even a thing like that <laughs> no she was like 40 it's just like oh yeah. yeah that makes more sense <laughs> yeah it's like having a kid or as a kid having a babysitter that's like really just you know five or six years older than you yeah. but you perceive them as this ancient person yeah and then yeah. you become an adult and you're like 25 and they're like 30 and you're like oh, oh okay yeah yeah <laughs> well and i think like you're right like that like tabletop gaming star wars games in particular seem to be this great equalizer that like I mean, there's definitely some people you're like, oh, yeah, you're like 15. And then there's some people you're like, yeah, you're definitely like 60. But but there's this real weird ground between like 20 and like 50 where I pff, half the people I could like. I mean, I've, I was playing with Luke Cook before he was 21 and I didn't even know that. I was like, come on, man, let's go have a beer. He's like, yeah, I, I can't. I'm not 21. Yeah, I can't do I that. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Jeez, I just got us almost all got us all in trouble. It's like that. It didn't even like connect, you know? Yeah. And he feels like he's been around. I mean, he has been around forever, but that also means he's like 25. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That's uh, fine. Yeah. Anyways. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should talk about something more topical than how old we are no, today. That seems topical for me. <laughs> I had a stereotypical dad weekend. It was my kid's birthday. So nice. we, you know, all the neighbors basically just hang out in the yard. Kids swam in a blow up pool and we drank beers and ate pizza. It was great. See, uh, I had, I had a, not, I had a stereotypical dad weekend, but in a different way where I was like doing remodels to the house and just yelling at my idiot teenagers. Like, yep. you know, what do you, you stupid, why would you do it like that? You know, just like, no, you got to hold it up. No, hold it up. Like, it's sheetrock. How do you think I'm going to hold it up? Like, like, I have to screw it in. Yeah, that sort of stuff. I just, like, I had to stop because my son's, like, holding it up, and I'm just, like, yelling at him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I go, hold on, hold on. He goes, what's that? What? He goes, I, I'm like, I just had a crazy flashback to my dad yelling at me. Like, I'm like, I just need, like, two seconds. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. Like, just, like, good God. Yeah, I have this memory of uh, I was helping my dad nail something in, and I remember I I grabbed the nail and I put my I held the nail and I put my thumb over the back of the nail and I went to go hit it and like my dad grabbed my wrist. He's like, "What are you doing?" And then I look at the nail and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, yeah." And then it's like because what we're doing, we're, I'm hanging sheetrock and I'm putting the top one up, and I just go to my side, go, "Hey." hold it even why aren't you holding it even he goes i don't know what even means what even to what and i'm like that's like oh yeah <laughs> that'll learn sometime you know I, and I, I remember that same you know my my dad was in construction so i learned a lot of that from him so it's just that same like oh and i was like okay I, i'm sorry i love you <laughs> like here, here's what i mean <laughs> like you know? yep yeah anyways all right. Uh, so today we're going to talk about Ewoks because we finally got some 
Ewoks. Not, not that we, I mean, we've been getting a nice little drip, drip, yeah. drip of Ewok related things, but we finally actually got like the two unit cards of the things that come in the main Ewok box. Yep. So that's the skirmishers and the slingers. So we'll talk about those. We got a huge jump of upgrade cards, um, which appear to be a fairly comprehensive uh, spread of what you can give these these little furry murder bears. So. Yep. We'll talk about those. Um, we're going to kind of be moving to a new format for the show. So we're going to talk about that. Oh, this show? This show. Nice. Um, new format. New format. Yep. Which we've done a couple times over the course of yeah. our five-year coverage of this a game. A couple months. Uh, be five years. Yeah. But uh, before that, do you have any housekeeping for us, Jay? Yeah, I do. Um, I would just like to encourage you out there, um, to play our Stormtide narrative. So, so basically, if you don't know, I know we've talked about it a bunch on this podcast, but basically Stormtide is a, it, it used to be just kind of this like narrative campaign that we were doing, but now it's, uh, I've really tuned up the like RPG elements. So you're really like, you, you get to grow a character. They start in the personnel slot and then you have to get like experience points and then they can go to be a heavy, to be a operative or in a commander. Or what you could do is you could create a bunch of characters and do like a Bad Batch squad. So that's actually something we're going to be releasing um, not uh, what's next month, June. God, it's still May. Um, so it was really slightly <laughs> still barely, May. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which could be relevant to a news item that we should get to after housekeeping. But. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, in June, I'm going to be releasing um, a card that lets you play characters in like a Bad Batch style group. Uh, so you can have multiple characters going. You can have one, like whatever you want. And you kind of like build it up. And uh, it's just a different way of playing Legion. Uh, but, you know, went through an RPG system. And and so, like, for instance, the first you can see if you go to our YouTube, I've done unboxings of our first two boxes. Um, and you basically in the first two boxes, you're in this new star system and you're you're like getting involved right in the local politics and so the the first box you're basically the two players are hired by uh the two races and your mercenaries just trying to like figure this out for them and then in this next box you kind of see the ramifications of that and and then you're trying to play politics inside the system so you know, we're, we're doing a bunch of RPG stuff in there. Also, like there's going to be, uh, for instance, in this star system, there's an outpost that you can go to and there's stores in the outposts and you can buy stuff for, from the stores that relate to the game. So one of the big things we've included for your characters is cybernetics and, and enhancements. And so that was kind of came from like... Um, uh, Boba Fett, I guess the book of Boba Fett, uh, where I was like, like, it just kind of clicked with me that, it, you know, that was one of the things I liked about it. Cause you know, you see Luke's hand or Anakin's hand and you like, like people having robotic parts and I never really like thought about it really. Right. You're just like, Oh, that's just like this health thing that they do. You lose a hand, you get a new hand. It's robotic. Right. Uh, but then book of Boba Fett kind of opened up in my mind. Anyways, this like cyberpunk, 
like upgrading and enhancements and like things that people could potentially be doing right to like to make themselves better uh kind of if you guys know about the cyberpunk world it's very similar and so one of the things in uh stormtide that i've introduced is cybernetics and enhancements so to build your character like so for instance we just released this month enhancements that let you get like surge to crit on your character or 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 you know surge to block and like different stuff like that or or let you like there's a, an injection you could take that lets you get independent aim stuff like that you know like trying to explain why the characters have these different things outside their class and and their species right and so um yeah i'm really excited about it and the neat thing is you don't have to go backwards because if you buy in today, all the missions are available to you digitally. So you could catch right up. Um, the only thing you don't get is like all the special stuff, like the mini or, and, or like cards or anything we put in those first two boxes, but you get to, you get the mission. So you're all caught up with the story and you guys can, you can get going right away. Um, so yeah, so check it out. Go to stormtide.thefifthtrooper.com. Um, there's also in the Legion Discord, there's a whole Stormtide uh, channel, uh, category, subcategory and channels. Um, you can ask as many questions as you want in there, see what people think. And, and, and you can watch the two unboxings that I have on YouTube. But I'm really excited about this. I really want to get as many people into this as possible because I think it'll help. You know, we've been hearing a lot of people kind of slowing down on legion and tournaments and stuff and i think this might just be a better way or a different way for you to play legion and and get into the game that we all love i know it helps me uh stay active you know yeah it's always good to have different ways to play the game yeah um, you know we're all anxiously awaiting this uh supposed impending balance update which they said uh would be at the end of may I think they said they were hoping for the end of May, leaving open yeah. the possibility that it would not be May. Um, and as we record, it's May 29th. So, right. <laughs> um, you know, I it'll get here when we get here. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, you know, someone points, you know, like it'll, it'll get here this week. It'll get here next week. It'll get here sometime in the next month. Who knows? Uh, it'll get here when it gets here. But um, I definitely understand the people that are like, I just don't really want to go, you know, play in a tournament right now uh, until we get something. So, um, yeah, it's tough. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I uh, yeah, yeah. I you mean, I a... I don't get it. You know what? No, I don't get it. I'm not going to agree with you. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I disagree. What? Well, what does it matter? No, if you I... played this weekend. If if there was a if there was a local store tournament yeah. this weekend, um, and I had availability, which is obviously right. a key right. factor, I would yes, I would one hundred percent go and I would right. play. Yeah. Um, and if there was something at stake, I would play Dark Troopers, right, <laughs> and not feel bad about it. I think we're um, starting to see too throughout the world, right? Because uh, there was like a Polish uh, tournament recently, yeah. and I I don't think. Dark Troopers or Blizzard were even in the even in the top X. I forgot what it was. Somebody told me it was like the top five or something. Yeah. There's one I, Dark Trooper, but I, I feel like they've been like voted off the island a little bit. Yeah. Um, people are sick of them. They've got the stigma now where it's like everybody hopes. Uh, I don't want to say knows because who knows what they'll actually do. But yeah. 
everybody expects them to be nerfed. Um, they're widely perceived as being too good. So there's like this stigma. I mean, Bay Area Open, which just happened in San Francisco this past weekend, there were like, I think there were like three Dark Trooper lists. Yeah. You know, so it's not that, I mean, people just aren't bringing them. Right. And I think it's, I think people want to try the new stuff. There were a ton of Cody lists. Um, Michael Snyder won with a Cody list. Nice. Um, so it's, you know, it's not that they like, have people have figured out how to counter them or they're suddenly like not winning stuff they're just people aren't bringing them and i think uh rocky top was the same weekend right didn't austin win with blizzard yeah yeah so i mean (laughs) you know they're still good yeah no Um, yeah and it's not a they're not good it's you're right i think it's self-regulation by the community right right? and i think we that's all this with tauntauns too yeah Yeah. that's exactly right yeah that's something we've always done and just people are like yeah i could win with all this but like we already know that let's see if i can win with something else yeah. you know yeah and i think it's more i want to optimistically say it's more personal regulation like i don't i don't have anything to prove if i play this thing yeah again i'm yeah, gonna try yeah, something different like rather than like community decision right i don't ever want to like say that people should be like shamed for bringing a certain list like if it's if it's legal then it's good and of somebody brings you, it you out of all people would do it. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, poster boy Blizzard player. Right <laughs> yeah, here. that's right. Um, well, I mean, it's good, right? Yeah. So I'm going to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and somebody messaged me actually over the weekend and they're like, you know, we've got this guy that like brought dark troopers to a local. And, yeah, you know, there were people compl- like basically like conceding without playing him and complaining about it. And it's, uh, I was like, look, man, like. All right. Well, that's it's, too, too far. That's, yeah. And it's like, look, it's like it's a legal list. Like it right. is a unit that is allowed. Is it too good? Yes. Is it a bad experience to yeah. play against? Yes. Okay. So, is it the player's fault for bringing it? Absolutely no. not. Like it's yeah, part right. of the game. You so, know? so like, I have if you're two upset things. about it, don't yeah. take it out on that person. I have two sides to that. Right. Number one, me personally, if we were playing a local, I would, I wouldn't do that be- unless, unless there was like a world invite on the line. If it was just like a local tournament, yeah. No, I wouldn't do that because I want everybody to have a good time, and and I just know that that would not be a good time. Uh, the other side of it, those of you that conceded without even playing that person, dude, muscle up. Let's go. Try to beat them. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, they're good, but they're not unbeatable. Right. I mean, who knows? Maybe they, maybe that, like, maybe I it mean, wasn't a good player. Yeah. Who knows? You don't know unless you try. Um, but also, everything else he has. Like, I mean, find another way around it. Let's go. And and just the concept of like disliking someone or shaming someone because they bring a certain thing. Like, mm-hmm. look, I I wouldn't personally bring something like that to a local, but I also would not blame someone for doing it. You know, yeah, it's like it's it's allowed. It's good. Yeah, if you I have a problem with it, don't be... take it up with that player. Take it up with right. AMG. You know, the question is. No, they probably didn't have a world. No one would could. No, no one would have I, conceded I, if there was a world right. on the line. Yeah, yeah, I asked. There was no yeah. uh, world invite on the line. All right. Well, um, I, it's a tough right because you get it. You get why people would be upset, but at the same time, I mean, it's legal. Like, yeah, guys, just I understand going, it. Yeah, I understand the yeah. uh, the frustration. Redirect that frustration away from the player playing list. Let's put it that way. Um. Yeah. Hmm interesting right yeah it's always a hot topic in miniatures gaming um but for me personally i would rather i'm always about like let's target the 
energy at the actual problem yeah the actual fixable problem and not at something that yeah. is a waste of time well and my thing um, has always been like specifically if i go to a tournament with something new that i'm like well i don't know we're gonna find out uh i'm almost always looking forward to playing metalist because it's kind of like well let's see what happens like yep is this idea that i have in my head any good because this is the true test yep. of that right and so um yeah i don't know it's a weird it, I, I i get it from all angles right i'm just like every yeah. angle i'm like yeah i mean except for the guys who quit i don't get it from there. yeah yeah i mean we talked about creating a gauntlet on this cast before but basically like whenever i'm testing a new list i want to play the things that people like, yeah. understand to be good yeah and i want to play them as much as possible yep so, um yeah, when we do local practice for tournaments, uh, I just had a recent one where the, the the guys that were coming were nice enough to be like, hey, man, what do you want me to play? Like, what do you want to face? Um, and be like, I want to face Blizzard Force. You know, I want to face Dark Troopers. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, that was a little bit, a lot of it off topic. Um, so points update, maybe. See, you can, it, I would not venture to call it a balance update because i don't think it's going to balance as much as everyone wants it to right. i think it's a points update well nothing will ever meet everyone's uh right yeah, expectations, yeah. it's right? a points update it's yeah, gonna hopefully it's fix update. some stuff that's broken that's that's all we can yeah. hope for it's gonna it's probably gonna what's the word unbalance debalance it's gonna unbalance some things elsewhere we'll uh, see because I, I, I think it's hard not to even so here's, if here's the thing yeah go ahead last time there was um a lot of collateral damage as yep. a result of the nerfs to pikes uh and a couple other things um you know there were there was a lot of like big sweeping changes that they made that hit the obvious things that needed to be nerfed but also yep. had some like side effect hits on yep. some foreseeable side effect hits on other stuff that they didn't like bring Re back up. rebels right. Re rebel dodge stuff yeah. yeah speaking of there were no rebels literally none at bay area open not a single one <laughs> that is not a surprise to me i it is to me simply because um because ahsoka was she legal she was legal. no but even there's two things this tells me um the first is obvious which is that rebels are bad um yep the second is that most tournament players play at least two armies because you know like that's a big convention tournament yep and for there to be like literally no rebel players you know you look at times in the history of this game when when one faction has been perceived to be bad or or bad uh in tournaments of like 30 plus players like this one you still get like some people that yep. show up and play that faction that's, yeah, yeah it might be a handful it might be underrepresented but it's not zero like it's never zero for a major faction um this is the first time that i can recall when uh there was literally no representation at all for one of the major one of the four major factions um at a major convention tournament mm -hmm. like i cannot think of another tournament where that happened so that's kind of remarkable um but it does tell me that uh most tournament players play two armies because if if you had like a solo rebel player showing up to the area open they would have played rebels even though they're thought to be bad right now um so i don't know that is wild yeah it's pretty wild anyway that was a little bit off topic um it's all right oh we were talking about the balance update 
the the most obvious things that need to be hit going into this balance update are um dark troopers and blizzard force and um i think that there are ways to nerf those in uh more targeted fashion than like you know there's not a lot of like neutral upgrades that blizzard force or dark troopers rely i mean i can't think of any actually um that they rely on to like do their thing um so to like if you're going to nerf blizzard force or dark troopers you nerf blizzard force and dark troopers yep um you know it's like in the last one the rebels got hit by the vigilance and the situational awareness hit and some of the other stuff um whereas like this one you know if you increase the cost of hru's or you know increase the cost of dark troopers or whatever like that's that might have you know knock on effects in like maybe those lists were holding something else back but it's not gonna like make something obviously and immediately worse in the same way that the so yeah i i think there's you know the last points update certainly had a lot of that like okay there's a lot of foreseeable stuff that happened uh as a result of these points that they could have like also adjusted the points on to offset um and they didn't that could happen this time we'll see um i'm holding out hope that they learned from that experience and get more a much more even you know yeah 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 and i really hope like they take a hard look at like like making some other things playable like i think we've this is repeated that we've but like z6s i'd love to see i love the rebel troopers in general yeah Yeah. i'd love to see some reductions there to bring them back or maybe add a keyword or something you know any anything that would like help them um to to bring them back up um i think that would be really nice you know, I I think there's some some things that could could be worked on to to also bring some older thing like Commander Luke could use some help. You know, yep. bring him up. Um, Rebel Mandos. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's you know, Veers could use some help. Maybe make him a little bit more outside of Blizzard Force. Make him yeah. a little bit more relevant. You know, that I, yeah, just little things. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be nice to see if uh, they do that sort of thing this time or not. Last time, the only cut that they made that was not like um, surrounding the clone trooper cuts was uh, Death Troopers. Yeah, <laughs> the Death Trooper DLT. That was literally like the only thing they cut. Um, so hopefully, we get some more sort of across the board. Like these units are bad. Uh, yeah. Let's give them cuts. You know, in a way that's like a little more even-handed and not just addressing some kind of broad, obvious theme. So um all right but cool, cool, cool yeah we've already done points wish listing on previous episodes yes, so sir. we still have we still have to get to new format and ewoks oh good okay okay new format let's go all right new format uh yeah you wanna you want me sure to? yeah so, <laughs> um yeah basically we're going to so a lot of it is going to be we have uh, had structure like this previously on the show and we've vacillated uh, between various formats over I mean five years is a long time to do one show right yep. um, so we're going to try and freshen things up a little bit and uh, we're going to continue the um, uh, the host rotations yep. uh, but we're going to also do a little bit more broad theme topical rotations um, so it's basically going to be like four block rotations 
we're going to have a um, like a Legion 101 week where we talk about some kind of you know basic Legion skill and kind of deep dive on that. Uh, we're going to have a, a competitive week where we talk about some kind of advanced Legion skill. We talk about unit balance. Um, you know, we do tournament recaps, stuff like that. Competitive update week. We're going to do a hobby week where we talk some kind of uh, deep dive on a hobby topic because, um, you know, I, I know, Jay, that's something you are uh, very interested in. And me also. I love, you know, I've been doing miniatures games since second edition 40k when i was 12 years old so yeah which was uh based on the color of my hair a long time ago yeah. <laughs> so well and i feel um, like it's the uh, we touch on it like i feel like it's every like 50 episodes yeah we then have like <laughs> one hobby where you and i are like let's talk hobby and then yeah. we just we don't even it's like maybe half the episode we talk right. about it and so i think and i think that's a lot to this game that we don't always cover as much 100%. as we should yeah and it's it's a big passion of ours too that just yeah. kind of gets left on the sidelines from a coverage perspective yeah um you know i've single-handedly painted uh really five if you count shadow collective different factions <laughs> um over the years and like I, i've just never really talked about it yeah yep. <laughs> I, I have a fieldable army for all five yeah. four and a half however you want to look at factions same um, and yeah right yeah. uh and I just, we just never talk about painting <laughs> yeah um so yeah we're gonna do that um what is that three and then uh the fourth one is gonna just be like a um sort of recap the news from the month uh you know pontificate about random topics variety show type thing so yeah yeah and we're you know on the other end i'm really going to try like to punch up kind of what we do on our youtube channel um and bring that up a little bit with graphics and stuff like that we'll probably do a new intro to the show like so so the next time you come and listen the four you know it's going to be different uh but still positive you know in legion and we're going to rotate and i'm i'm excited about it it's something you know, and we'll be going into season three uh, of of Scoundrels, which uh, we've been on season two for a long time. Uh, and so, you know, we're going to rotate it out and, and just try to, like, uh, talk about a broader range of things than when it comes to Legion. Yep. You know, and be more, I guess it's we do that anyways, but this is being very more intentional about it and saying, OK, more this, organized. Structured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This episode is is this, and and I think we, ideally, once we figure out the rotation, I'd like to be able to be like, and join us next week for our you know one on one, like to just be able to know that we're like, <laughs> what we're what our topic area is at least for the next week, you know, so that'll be good. Yeah, and obviously, like, you know, there's still going to be probably some degree of contemporary news yep. discussion on each episode like if something crazy happens you know the week before an episode and yeah. it's but it's not like specifically related to the topic we had lined up we're probably still going to talk about it you know we're not going to wait like a month yeah. to talk about whatever that thing is so yeah don't, don't, don't worry about that but right it'll just depend on the depth and right yeah of of uh, how deep we get yeah how deep we actually get into that particular yep. topic on that episode right but 
yeah i i yeah i think it's gonna be good i'm excited i hope you guys uh at home are excited it'll just kind of I'm, I'm hoping it'll freshen this up we've kind of been doing this version for a while and so you know i i know i'm getting bored so let's let's freshen it up and and see i'm, <laughs> I'm not but i always appreciate the value of structure so yeah um yeah Right, yeah, I, uh, me offering structure to Kyle. Kyle jumps right out. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, you want structure? All right, yeah. Yep, I'm an accountant by trade, so structure is like structure is my existence. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it is not mine. Um, but <laughs> I do understand the value of it in certain cases, and particular this one, right? So, um, yep, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and it's something new for us to try and do, and we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yep. And give us feedback. We always appreciate feedback. So if there's yeah. something you want to say or I mean, uh, I don't always appreciate okay, it. Okay, well that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine so, if you guys want to give it. We'll see if I listen. <laughs> I would always like to know what I could be doing better and what we could be doing better. So um doesn't mean that's a guarantee that that will be implemented, but that is uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's good yeah. to at least. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, should we talk about Ewoks? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, we got some more stuff. I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm also like not as excited as I probably will be once I actually get them. It's just like I was I was telling somebody else this the other day. Like, yeah, it's fine that they give us the cards, but like it really doesn't. I don't work like that on Legion. Like I, I don't play in my head. I don't like look at this card and go, oh, that would be good doing this. Like I just, that's not how I play. I'm more of a, yeah, let's get on the table and see what happens type of a guy. And so um, as excited as I am, I'm just kind of like, yeah, waiting to for it to actually be physically in my hands and get a game with, with this, you know? Um, so, and I do have an indoor table that I will absolutely be, bringing out for for my first ewok match um i think this might be the first full like army or, or battle force whatever whatever it ends up being that i'm gonna have fully painted before i actually put it on the table because i'm real that's like what i'm the most excited about so yeah and frankly um ewoks look like a good candidate for like fast painting techniques whether it's contrast paints, whether it's yeah. like, you know, slap with one color, throw a wash and a dry brush on there, um, whether it's airbrushing, uh, fur tends to lend itself to that kind of yeah. stuff. So, um, which is good because there's a lot of, we can talk about how cheap they are. There's going to be a lot of Ewoks on the table if you fill a field a Bray Tree Village. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going the other way, Kyle. Oh, yeah? I'm gonna give these the the personal touch that each one okay. of my cuddly little bears deserves. You're gonna do like blending and and uh, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Oh yeah. All right, all right. That's fair. I want to see excited. like some some non-metallic metal chewy ATST action. Oh or, yeah. Or C3PO going on. That's I um and this is why you know for those of you about the new format thinking about that still this is one of those things why we want to do the hobby is I um I've gotten reinvigorated into the hobby through Marvel Crisis Protocol and I've just been painting a lot and I, everything I've been doing in that like 
I've been doing non-metallic painting. I don't use, I literally use, um, I love, uh, uh, what um, monument hobbies paint line. And mm-hmm. so I've been just using their like basic color line and just like mixing the paints myself, like doing all the colors. Like it's, it's been quite enjoyable. And so, yeah, I just want to keep that going with the, with my little Ewok buddies. So that's fair. I, if I get Ewoks, I'm going to airbrush the crap yeah, out yeah, of them. Yeah. That and makes then, sense. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's going to take me forever. Don't get me wrong. This is not <laughs> going to be easy or quick. Uh, but it's something that I'm passionate about, so that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Entirely yeah. defensible. Yep. All right. How about we talk about the units? All right. So first one we got is the skirmishers. They are a core unit. They start with six little friendly fellas for forty points. They have a heavy upgrade. H- hang on. Hang yeah. on. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Friendly. Friendly. Friendly fellas. Yeah. These. <laughs> We're talking about the same. You looking. Uh, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, the same creatures that we're going to eat Han and Luke. Yes. What I'm okay. trying to do right now is disarm everyone. So I that see. When Got it. they actually face me, they don't think that they're <laughs> meat eating uh, terror bears, right? Okay. Yep. Uh, these friendly fellas have a heavy Cubby care bears. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can hug every one of them yep. uh, and then die. Uh, heavy upgrade, personnel upgrade in a training slot. They have only one weapon on their card, which is a spear yep. in melee. Uh, one health, one courage, and they roll white die on defense. Yeah. Unhindered and low profile. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, very important. <laughs> the two most important things of that entire card. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, basically, they're like melee B1s. Uh, it's probably the sh- with low profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. I mean, I think it's going to be hard. Okay, okay. Stick with me here. All right, I'm listening. I, th- I think I've played Separatist. Mis- like I was miserable the whole time. Uh, but I played that B one list. But I think when you think of droids, you the movies, like everything, the yeah. shows, like everything's got us in that mentality of they just don't matter, right? It's just. Rush them towards the line and just, I think people are going to struggle with this, with these guys. The, it's the same core concept as just like overwhelming numbers and you just don't care. Like, you're just like, yep, throw some more at them. Um, and I think people are going to struggle with that. If I had to guess, it's going to be a little bit different because they're cute and cuddly. Yeah, we'll see. They definitely are cheap enough to fulfill that. Uh Yeah. I mean, and they only have a melee weapon on their profile, so yeah. like you're gonna you're gonna need to throw them at your opponent um, yeah. because they can't hold a ground from range. <laughs> um, so it, it. it's interesting. They they can actually get some pretty scary melee attacks going here. When we'll, yeah. we'll, I guess we can get to that when we get to the upgrades. But yeah, um, I will say that compared to B ones, low profile goes a long way towards increasing their durability. Yeah, especially in the current cover system where it's like, yeah, you know, rope, ropes heavy cover. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're they're going to be like deceptively. I mean, think about how much of a pain, like a imperial scout trooper naked unit is to kill, yeah. right? You know, it's a white save unit with low profile, but and you feel like they should die faster, and they just don't. Yeah. Um, and these I, things have fifty percent more wounds for, like, you know, less points. Yeah. So. And I like and the low profile really helps against like sniper like yep. 
Yeah, like it's just really good. It's just good all over. All yep. over good. All right. Next one is the Ewok Slingers. Now, this made me really happy. This is a special forces unit with six. Um, I'm so glad that they did this. It made sense. Um, I had heard a rumor that that was what was going to happen, but you know, we weren't a hundred percent sure. So it's really good to see that. Um, they, uh, so, so the one thing you do have to be aware of is based on the number of minis that come in the box, you're, you're choosing whether that's going to be a core or a special forces. Right. So, yep. so potentially we don't know the battle force makeup, but you could, if you wanted to run the max core that we know of right now, six and the max special forces, which is three that we know of right now, you would need nine boxes of Ewoks in order to make that happen. So, but you would need nine boxes of anything in order to make that happen. Well, right? But this is just particularly the same box. I think sort of. Um, part of that is that previously there has always been, you know, if we consider like a, f a battle force that has entirely new mercenary units in it, a faction for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Previous to this, every quote-unquote faction has had access to a core set box to help yeah. fill out those core units. Um, and typically, those are more bang for your buck than like yeah, you know a standard unit upgrade box. Particularly, like the Shadow Collective core sets were like crazy value for what you were getting. Um, I mean, they but, had to be because like Maul was only available in them, right? So like, right. you had to be like, okay, well. But I, I guess my point is um, filling out what is functionally like an entire faction with yeah. with just single unit box purchases at a time is kind of a new concept for Legion. Yep. yep. Um, and one that could get pretty expensive. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh, I I think it would be nice if there was like a Battle Force Ewok Battle Force box available that was a little bit cheaper on a per unit basis. That seems like low hanging fruit. It doesn't seem like that'll be a thing, but no. Um, well, yeah. uh, none of the battle force boxes that they put together really made sense, anyways. So it was like, I mean, they kind of did, but not really. You know, so I, I don't know. I I understand uh, what you're saying. I it, just at the same time, like, I don't I, disagree with that. Yeah, if I wanted um, to run like six B twos and three BX, I'd still have to buy nine boxes. Oh yeah, I bought. Right, you know, I mean, I did. Yeah, right, but right. like, yeah. I, you know, I, I literally, I think I talked about this on me, but like the separatists is the one army I literally have. Like, I could field any army. Yeah, like, like, any yeah, army. I could field an entire army of B twos. Also, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, I, think, I literally have eight. <laughs> like, like, you know. but I think, I think you and I, and probably in a broader sense, like the competitive community are a little bit unique in their commitment to buying multiples of things yeah. without respect for the cost. Um, I, I was thinking about this. This is, this is totally off topic. All right. It slightly applies to Ewoks. Um, but I would be curious to see uh, sort of the numbers of like tournament players uh, about how much stuff they buy on average versus like the average consumer of well, yeah, a miniatures game. Yeah. Um, because like most people that I know that go to tournaments, not only do they play like three, if not four factions, they also buy like the maximum quantity 
of every slot when it comes out <laughs> yeah. um of every faction and i wager that that's not true of most people you know that could be like four to six times more stuff than the average person buys yeah um, that's fair and i think that the the nine ewok box commitment is going to be something that is unique to either diehard ewok players like yourself um or if ewoks turn out to be like super good tournament players mm-hmm. um i don't see like a random you know person that just goes to local legion nights unless they're like extremely passionate about ewoks buying nine ewok boxes that's um, true uh, so. yeah it's been yeah it's it's a lot um but yeah okay so we got the slingers they yep. are special forces there's six minis in this they are 35 points yep. um <laughs> cheaper yeah uh they have a heavy upgrade personnel and a training slot just the same they have two weapons they have stones at melee which are one white they have slings which is range one to two black that's got the primitive uh white defensive dive one health one courage but they've got a slew more uh keywords they have independent surge one they have low profile they have target one and they have unhindered so they are pretty good (laughs) these guys look like a steal for 35 points yeah I mean, you're, you're, yes, when you're comparing them to B1s, their attack is range 2 instead of range 3. But it's a black dice instead of a white dice. They get a free surge token. Yep. Um, and they have low profile. Yep. And they're cheaper than a naked B1 unit. So um, I think this feels like an extremely uh, good candidate to just kind of slot into like a rebel list. You know, if you're trying to fill out the special yeah. forces slots, just take two slinger units for 35 points and don't even put any upgrades on them yeah that's what i was (laughs) Um, gonna say i was like you literally get 12 minis right 12 wounds in your army for 70 for 70 points yeah it's so good yeah and their attack is pretty good it's a black dice yeah per model that's six black um with a surge token available if you want it so it's so good. Yeah, it was pretty darn good. Um, they unfortunately, they're as far as I can tell. I guess we can get into the upgrade cards. There is no like ranged heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my recollection is that there was a miniature with a with a bow and arrow, but that could be like the trapper model. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, it doesn't look like there's a way to like add a, you know, the the Ewok Slinger's ranged attack based on what we know is going to be one black dice per model in the unit. Yeah. You know, there's there's no like heavy spear throwing guy or whatever. Um, so, which is, I think, given how ridiculously cheap this unit is, I think that's probably a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but it feels a little bland. I don't know, but they have the same heavy upgrades as the melee unit. Um, but. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I was trying to look at the so yeah, I mean there's no other there's no other cards in the box, right? There's just it says two unit cards and five upgrade cards and eight eight miniatures, two unit cards, five upgrade cards. So that that's it. It's not like they're gonna and right. they haven't been they've been spoiling everything ever anyways. Correct. So, yeah. So there is no other 
right now, anyways, there are no other heavy heavy units. Right, which is fine. I just yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little bit sad that there's literally one heavy weapon option for both of these units combined. Yeah, and it is an axe uh, Ewok. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, it's a red dice. Uh, add one axe Ewok miniature, and it's just straight up pierce one, impact one. Yeah. That's pretty good, That's good for 15 points. Yeah. And you can add them to either one of those. Yep. Like, that I think that's been the neatest thing. Um, out that and the training slots, how they're using training slots. But like, I like that it's just like, yeah, I don't know if these guys are uh, slingers, but you can take all this stuff on either one of them. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I do think that they're essentially like, you can just use all the upgrades on both units. Yeah. yeah. Um, call to arms. This is a training upgrade. Uh, this unit gains one suppression token. This unit gains charge until the end of the round, and it's exhaustible. So it's basically exhaustible charge. It five is lim- it is it is five points. It is uh, limited, which is yep. a keyword that's kind of like unique. Basically, it means you can have two of these at most in your army. Yeah, and so somebody AJ uh, told me this last week uh, that before Call of Arms, there's two dots that tells you how many you can have in your list. Right. Yep. So that was I didn't know that. Yep, it's a new thing. I think this is the first card we've seen that has that. Yep. So, um, this seems like a. Uh, this seems like it kind of uh, suggests. I don't want to say forces. It suggests a structure around you where you you kind of want to have like two beefy melee yep. Ewok units, and then maybe the rest of your army want to just have like be yeah spammable because. For a melee unit to like not have charge, um, that's very limiting. <laughs> um, so the fact that you can only take two of these means that like you want you're gonna have to kind of lean on two of your units to be like your charge units, and then you know maybe use that that Ewok three pip or something else to make up the difference. But yeah, and I want to say this goes along with so we uh. Last week we talked about the card that uh that lets them that gives them infinite courage. And I'm pretty yep. sure we found out somebody sent us a note that said it does clear their courage. Shed. Yeah. So so basically you could charge in with these guys, get the suppression, and and the get shot or whatever, get some more suppression, and then you play uh the command card and then they sh- they'll shed that. Yep. But all that suppression, which is mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, potentially. And that yeah. same card also gives them bonus dice for missing units or missing minis. So um yeah. You could potentially have like one little Ewok unit leader be extremely annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combination of cards here. Um forest dwellers, we've already seen this one. This is basically the recon intel plus a free dodge token. It's pretty good. So simple but useful effect wicket in the commander too because we got that leaked with the with uh i think we talked about wicket last week yeah, uh it was, but it was leaked with wicket so i wonder if yeah. it's coming in his pack as well so that would be nice to have a i'd assume so he has those, at least yeah he has scouting party yeah. um so it seems like you want to staple this to wicket because it improves his scouting party yep um and he doesn't have a gear slot for recon until so uh insatiable curiosity <laughs> this is the one that everybody wondered what it did 
Yeah. Um, choose the discard. That's the axon here. Choose an enemy unit in base contact with this unit's unit leader that has a heavy gear or armament upgrade equipped. Discard one of those non-unique or limited upgrades. This unit suffers one wound. Yep. This is potentially a very strong effect. You know, one of the things that people dislike about Force Choke is that you can just, you know, without rolling dice or having any choice in the matter, you can have one of your heavy weapons just kind of like removed. Yep. Um, which is what this does. <laughs> um, but you do, I mean, the Ewok player, not a lot, but you do get a little punished for it, you know, which is, you you lose, you take a there, there are some very important differences here relative to Force Choke. Um, well, first is in its favor, which is that it's incredibly cheap relative to mm -hmm. Force Choke. You know, Force Choke is only available on models that are at least 160 points. Um, and it's functionally unique for that purpose like you you know yes you can run more than one force user in your list if you can afford it um but those lists tend to not be very good because they're so expensive mm -hmm. so force choke is like essentially unique based purely on the entry cost um this is not so that's in this thing's favor but there are some important differences the primary one of which i think is that this is melee range instead of range one um i feel like once you have an ewok unit in melee with uh the thing that you're wanting to like remove the upgrade from it's probably going to be the most useful thing to remove is like a ranged heavy weapon right yeah yeah and you're already in melee with that unit you're like stabbing it with spears you know is it really that relevant whether the heavy weapon is still there or not um yeah it, it clearly it will be if that unit survives and continues on to shoot something else but um yeah, I, I feel like there are going to be a lot of situations where it's kind of like a, all right, the unit there you can do this against is probably not going to get a great chance to use that heavy again anyway. There are a lot of melee heavies that this could be potentially good against, like, um, you know, the, <laughs> the IRG uh, yeah. Electro Staff, you remove their pierce immunity and then you stab them with your, your or you thwack them with your pierce one axe. Um or like this, the you know battle shield wookie, uh, yep. but it's yeah, notable it's, to. It's... Oh, so go ahead. Go one ahead. more thing is that uh, the armament thing. People are like, well, what is that really going to do against you know? Like, like all right, I guess you're going to do death troopers and and pathfinders, but um, there are actually a lot of non-unique armaments that are unique to characters if that makes sense so like cad bane's gloves for example yeah, oh, they, yeah they do not have the unique dot next to them they are simply cad bane only which functionally makes them unique because cad bane is a unique character so previously it's been a distinction without a difference uh but for the purposes of this card like they can break cad bane's gloves even though <laughs> like for all intents and purposes that's a unique weapon but there's no dot next to it so this works against mm. cad bane's gloves it works against Cassian's rifle, um, but not Iden's rifle. Uh, so, you know, there are like, there's a couple of random armament upgrades. This this feels like it shouldn't work against, but it does. Um, so make sure you're checking that. But yeah, I don't know. Yes. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you, Jay. No, it's, I was interrupting you to, to begin with. Um, 
I was like, I don't even. You know what? You just ruined it for me. I'm though. sorry. No. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. It's it. It's nice because it's like it's the heavy. Like, yes, I I understand what you were saying, but it's also just like, like running in and just being able to like do a wound so that you like you know you just have a better shot at like maybe taking the unit out when you're just like ah just taking one off the board and then I attack and. You know, I just have a bigger opportunity of wiping something. So that's the other important difference here with Force Choke is it does not actually remove a model. Um, there's actually an entry in the CRB. Oh, that's somewhere right. In the they CRB. just can't use the heavy. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah, the, the model still exists on the table. They just cannot use the upgrade card. Well, so that's it, not as good then. It is not as good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, dang it. All right. But, you know, the entry point for this is 43 yep. points instead of 165 yeah. so um i think it's fine that the effect is not as good personally Fair. um this seems like their only real counter to dark troopers because <laughs> their impact is so limited <laughs> just get in melee with one and take the assault cannon off the table um but anyway all right uh you chopper um Add one Ewok Chopper miniature. This unit gains a training upgrade icon. 10 points. Love it. Yeah, this is really interesting insofar as, um, you know, the previous three things we named are all training upgrades. Yep. And these guys really seem to have like a high demand for that upgrade slot. So um, this is like a genuinely, like if you're adding an Ewok Chopper miniature, you're going to be adding it so that you can then purchase a second training upgrade. Yeah, I mean... You know, listen. You, what you you could do is, you add you you put the trapper in, right? You give mm -hmm. them you give them uh, you give them the uh, what is it? The insatiable curiosity, right? Mm -hmm. And you give them tenacity, <laughs> and then you run in. You 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 stop them from using their heavy weapon or their armament. You take a wound, you gain a red die, and, yep. then, and then you attack. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, literally have that on all of them. Like, just, you know, just like, yeah, I don't know. I traded that black die for a red die. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, that seems like a good combo. I think there's a lot of good candidates for this training slot besides even just like the yeah. unique upgrades here. That you walk unique upgrades here. Um, yeah, I, I think you know you could there's an argument for like uh offensive push you know i mean the, the endurance like i think there's a depending on what you're doing with your army like i think there's a lot of In, into the end of the fray i think yeah and, yeah. and the spear guys especially because they need, really really want those surges so um yeah i think there's a lot of good candidates for it i personally i think like this the spear build that i would look at for like sort of your two Called arms spear units would be uh, an axe you walk called arms a trapper and then into the frame. um and then just take like two of those guys with wicket and you've got like a i think that's less than 200 points for all that yeah um and you can you can take that in a rebel list you know that's that's two core units mm -hmm. that's a commander and i think that's all less than 200 points so nice little ewok strike force for your rebel list mm -hmm. Um, or a good starting point for you know we have no idea what the battle force looks like but yeah the battle force 
So, or if they're gonna, I don't know if they'll do this or if they have like limited, like you can only take so many Ewoks. Or I, it's just yeah. we don't we don't know. Yeah, who knows? Point, right. Right now, our assumption is that they function. You know, they are officially mercenaries. Uh, for rules purposes, they got that Sabak symbol in in the back of the the card art. Um, they've got the same card structure, and I think they're even listed in that section um, as mercenaries for rules purposes. So unless there's something specific, uh, that's their affiliation, basically, is Ewok. Right. Um, so unless there's something specific about Ewoks, uh, they will, currently, based on what we know, they will fit into Rebels in the same way that any other mercenary unit does. Right. Um, you know, if you want to take an extra one in the slot, you take allies at convenience. Uh, you know, you can't give them orders, etc. What was this? What's the limitation for special forces? Was there one? I think it's two. Two, two, and two um, for core, two for. That's off the top forces. of my head, though. But yeah. it's either two or it's one. But you know, you can take allies at convenience to make it an extra yeah. one if you need to. So, right. um, <clears throat> yep. But the skirmishers are are core. So, um, you know, two skirmishers and a wicket seems like you wouldn't have to take allies of convenience for that. Right. Um, here's an interesting one that I just thought of. Uh, does Leia have to take allies of convenience to give wicket an order with her custom wicket teamwork card? Oh, that's an interesting, right? Maybe in Rebels. Yeah, I never thought about that. Um, but not in the bet, maybe not in the battle force, because if she's part of the battle force, right? Which, if they don't make, they her might have special it, rules for part of yeah, the battle force. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is a a beautiful friendship. Is a Leia card, uh, and it's Wicked and Leia. Um, so, uh, I think that if you were in Rebels, Leia would have to have allies of convenience to give Wicked an order with this card, which is mm-hmm. kind of strange given that he's named on the card. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that's different in the battle force. I don't know. Yeah. Wild. Yep. All right. Um, Wild. All right. It's exciting that we finally see what their "quote unquote" normal units do. Um, still hard. It's still hard to know exactly. Like yeah. we don't know what the battle force looks like, but yeah, but it's good. You know, I mean. I'm excited. Uh, you know, the interesting thing is uh, the one thing I was looking at is the ATST, Chewbacca ATST, does not have a rebel symbol on it. So you can't take that in rebels. So that's going to be either mercenary or, or I don't even understand any, like it's so, like it's battle force only, I guess. I think it'll be functionally battle force only. It's like the, um, the, Mandalorians, the Mandalorian Super Commandos that only yeah. go in Shadow Collective, they don't have any faction symbols on their card. That makes sense. So, um, yeah, I assume it'll be the same as that. Yeah. You got it. You got any other thoughts? Uh, no, it's it's good. I'm glad they're doing this. Just waiting, just battle force rules and you know get them in my hands and we still got one thing left to be spoiled no logray yeah logray right yeah is there anything else besides logray have we seen anything else i think that's it all right 
Yeah. And they come out in what, July? Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah, so next week we're starting the new format and uh, very exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I think people will like it. Yeah, me too. I hope so. Um, well, we're doing it anyways. We're doing it one way or another. Um, tell us what you think of it. Yeah. Just All tell right. Kyle. Don't tell me. Tell me what you think of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was Ewoks. Yeah. We are the Notorious Scoundrels. Uh, I'm Kyle. I'm Jay. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Yep. 